was two days before Christmas, and all through this episode, such good advice was given, it'll make you blow your load. Hello friends, my name is Nate Miller. And I'm Al Spain. And we're your fuck buddies. Your, your seasonal fuck buddies. Your Christmas fuck buddies. Our non-denominational holiday Dasher fuck buddies. Dasher and Comet and Sexer. Yeah, Comer. Comer and Comer again. Bustin. That's Splitson's name. Comer and Bustin and Saxon mm-hmm. for Vixen. Uh, Comet. Comet, I like it. Um, pooed off if you're into that. <laughs> um, Asher, like Dasher, but Asher, As Asher, Smasher, <laughs> Smasher. Yeah, okay, that works better. I, um, I can't remember any. Donner. Of I mean, that's Come Donder. <laughs> A Come Donder. Uh, yeah, welcome to Christmas welcome. and holidays and happiness. Yeah, this is uh the 2019 teen version. <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm living the decade Whoa, challenge. Jesus. Um, we are. It's. We didn't even cheers. Oh God. Uh, we're a dating sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sticky situations. And get stupider every week. I every think. week we get worse at this. Um, just the just the intro. Not. I think we've gotten better overall. But don't you dare. Whatever. Ooh. Yes, this is our Christmas spectacular. Our, our sexmas spectacular for 2019. It's our second annual. Yeah. That's true it is yeah true it is true facts yeah you like them that's your present from us <laughs> guess what else we got unwrap it <gasps> it's advice there it is are you ready for it but it's, it's hidden behind those questions what's the first one there uh first question is wait wait, wait. take the bow off slowly don't tell me what to do okay well you just tore it right off don't eat don't eat it man we're gonna reuse that no we can save those red ones for Valentine's Day. And those green ones for St. Patrick's Day presents. <laughs> those classic St. Patty's Day presents. This is a user submitted question from Agent a Sugar Plum. Ooh. I give them all Christmas theme names. Whether they like it or not. Because this is our show, goddammit. Uh, hi, friends. Every year Hello. for Christmas, my partner and I swap whose family we spend Christmas with. His family's in Nova Scotia and mine is in Vancouver. When we go to his parents' place... We stay in a little small guest cottage they have on their property. Ooh, how quaint. It's a separate building from the main house, so if we want to do any dirty deeds... Some naughty stuff. We can do, some with, or we can do so without any fear of being caught slash interrupted. However, my family home is super old with paper-thin walls. I'm super self-conscious about having sex in my house because literally everything squeaks. Is there a way to have sexy, sneaky, squeakless sex? How can we have sexy times without the entire house knowing what we're up to? I hear this. Uh, you got to find out what doesn't squeak, you know? She says specifically. Everything. Everything. Yeah, but I'm going to guess that's a little hyperbolic. Uh, the walls probably don't squeak. Have the floorboards little... do. Yeah, but the floorboards next to the wall are usually at their most like rigid. So if you can pin someone up against the wall and just slowly fuck them so that there's no slapping sounds, uh, that can be a lot of fun because it's, you've got, like, it's a unusual position because not everybody has sex all the time pinned up against a wall. Mm-hmm. 
Um, on top of that, there's always the heightened risk of, you know, being haired. Uh, and you can just take it, like, excruciatingly slowly. It'd be a lot of fun. Also, basement. Oil. Everything. Ain't nothing squeaking down in the basement, presumably. Mm, you don't Unless know. it's a finished basement, and then maybe it is. But, like, if it's, a, if it's you know, concrete. <laughs> you just want to go to a shitty concrete basement? Hey, look, I'm saying if they're that desperate that they need to get their fucking sex on, you maybe well just... maybe be like, oh, hey, we'll help you, you know, get the turkey out of the freezer or whatever. And you just go down to the basement and just give her a good old college try. Now there. the turkey's squeaking. Yeah, goddamn right it is. Uh, yeah, I, I say wall. I say maybe like, okay, let's let's get like 2020. It's all going to be about just perfecting everything, I think, you know, because mm-hmm. hindsight is 2020 and we've all learned from our shit. So bring a screwdriver and some fucking oil, oil the hinges so when you fuck against the door, it doesn't squeak. Uh, screw the bed a little bit tighter together so it doesn't squeak. Well, I, it's more the springs that are squeaking. Oil the springs. Cut open that bed, get in there, <laughs> spray oil ev- just everywhere. Everything. I think you can just punch a few holes in the mattress and just put oil in there. Um, then you save money on lube too. True, if everything's covered in oil, yeah, everything is lubricated. lubricated. Now, now you've got the opposite problem: nothing squeaks, but everything's lubed. Yeah, don't make grandma go near the stairs. Also, alternatively, depending on how long you're there, um, if if sex is a little too active for you know the environment, um, some little oral. Yeah, you don't need to do a whole lot of moving for yep. oral, um, or at least like not enough that you should be. Like getting past squeak threshold. Yeah, my favorite and like, movie. Like, yeah, you might be really enthusiastic at blowjobs and and get a whole body sort of like movement going. But mm-hmm. it's like you might have to change things up a little bit in this circumstance. Maybe calm it down a bit. Maybe take it real slow. Like now, calm it down a bit. Woo-hoo. Um, just bring it down. Yeah, make bring sure everything. she's donned her knees. <laughs> um, bring everything like down. This this holiday is going to be like. Tame. Slow sex. Yeah. You're hey, tamed? I mean, slow doesn't mean tame. No, that's true. Uh, I mean, I'm also, sorry, like, I, I, not tame. What's the word I'm looking for? Controlled. Mm-hmm. Everything is... Totally different. Deliberate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. That's the thing. Like, you can have a lot of fun with this. Because, like, maybe you don't want to do something like that every day, but the fact that you kind of have to do it, like, it's, it's fun to break out of routine, and, like, everything's going to be a little bit more dangerous. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I like it. Again, and we've talked about this before, got to account for Sneaky Dad, though. Oh, hell yes. Like, you got to make sure that, because if... But this is, honestly, this is probably the easiest time. You just get Dad a fucking cool gadget. You, or Turkey, and he's asleep in front of the fire. True, yeah. And you got to account for Sneaky Mom. She's had a few bottles of wine. Uh, Nothing's putting her down. She's furiously cleaning up. Yeah, but maybe she's going to come clean your room. No. And that's the thing. If you she can't, to, you just have to plant so many dirty dishes. You have to bring a like a, a pan from home that's yeah. just like coated in tar, and she will just be scrubbing that motherfucker. Yeah, and you have to plant it just before you go upstairs. Yeah, or down to the fucking creepy ass basement Dane's sending you. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. I've heard it's really spooky. Oh god. Well, Dane has a boner. Yeah. All right, hit me. Yeah, shake it up, guys. Get control. Yeah, get in control. Okay, this is from A Good Day for Throwaway. Is it too extra to get your fuck buddy a Christmas present? I've been having sex three or four times a month with a guy I met through Reddit for about six months. 
One could say that Christmas, New Year's is kind of our anniversary, though our relationship is limited to casual sex. That doesn't add out. That The math does not add up there. Are you taking month breaks between the months you have three or four sexes? What? They said that they've been having sex for th- six months. Yeah. But then they said that Christmas, New Year's is their anniversary. Huh. Doesn't make sense. Are they skipping months? We aren't looking for anything further. Relationship. Sex with him was the highlight of my week at times, so I want to feel appreciated. I like shopping for Christmas presents and was making my early list for people. He popped into my mind, and I hesitated to actually write his name. Is it too over the top to give a fuck buddy a Christmas card slash present if you do not actually want anything more with them, or does it send the wrong kind of message? I was just thinking about putting some of his favorite candy in a gift bag and writing him a little card with a sweet... With a, writing him a little card with a lighthearted message about how seeing him sweetens up my week. Too much? I mean, if I give my neighbor or my bus driver a Christmas card, why not? Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. Do it. I think this is a great idea. It's, I, people get in this, like, the amount of times I've seen questions where it's like, a girl that I like is performing in a play, can I bring her flowers? It's like, why not? Like, yeah. as long as you're not creepy about it, it's like, it's a nice thing to do. Also, it's like, like, there are traditional things that you do. Like, traditionally, if someone's in a play, like, it's, it's, it's very common to bring them flowers afterwards mm-hmm. or in a performance. It's, that's like almost a, a thing that happens with theater and stuff yeah. like that. The same thing with like Christmas and birthdays and shit. You get gifts on those days, yeah. and you give gifts on those days. So if you're, if you guys are cool, which I hope you are, if you've been yeah, fucking at this point, for six like, months, you should be really close. Like, and you don't have to see each other every day or talk every day yeah. or whatever. But when you're around each other, you should be chill. Like your guard should be down. You should be like happy to be in yeah. each other's presence. And if that's not the case, hmm. But if, if it is, they're not gonna be like whoa, whoa, whoa. And that's the thing. Like maybe don't get them a fucking iPad. Yeah, don't like, give them something that's. That has more weight to it, but some fucking candy or like, you know what I mean? Maybe a fucking Lacenza gift card or a mm-hmm. Victoria's Secret gift card and be like, hey, one day before we fuck, you're going to take me out. You're going to pick out something that you like for me to wear and then I'll come home and wear it. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty relevant gift for That's your relationship. For yeah. Yeah. Um, or, but yeah, candy. Hell yeah. Yeah. If he looks at that and he's like, oh shit, she wants mm-hmm. to marry me. If that yeah. freaks him out. Like, I know there are probably a lot of people when you said... You should be close. I know there are so many people who are like, but they're fuck buddies. Mm-hmm. It's like that close doesn't mean anything in regards to exclusivity. No, not at all. Like I was, I was very close with the women I was sleeping with. Yeah. I like, and if like, I wasn't, then I wasn't having good sex with them. Yeah. Or like, yeah, I wouldn't want to see someone repeatedly that I didn't, didn't like. feel like I could yeah. get close to. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean you've bared your soul or whatever, but mm. like if you're having regular sex and you're on like a fuck buddy casual sex relationship mm-hmm. with someone, guess what? The key word there is you're still in a relationship. Yeah. It's not an exclusive one. It's not a monogamous one, but mm. it's still a relationship. Like also, even if you saw a friend once a week for uh, six months. Yeah. You guys would be pretty fucking close. Yeah. I think if you got them a small gift for Christmas, they'd be like, yeah, cool. And again, like it's it's all about... Like, the gift itself and the delivery and all this stuff. Like, if yeah. you make a big deal out of it, it's going to feel like a big deal. If Absolutely. you get them something ridiculous, like, as I said, an iPad. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, candy, like, a beer, some like something that's not going to... Because the thing is, it's not... Like, it's highly possible they won't have gotten you something. So, if you get them something that is expensive enough that they feel bad that they didn't get you something... Yeah. That's going to be awkward. In general. If you get them, like, a token gift, then they'll feel nice about it, hopefully. And if you're worried about how it's going to come off, add a condom into the mix. Yeah. Make it then, sex. Make and it then you're just sex. like, oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Like, you you still, this is still a sex thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, the thing is, like, as Dan said, if they do freak out, 
guess what? They were going to freak out anyway. If someone is that worried that you want a relationship, it wasn't the gift that did it. Again, unless you bought them a fucking iPad. Uh, it's a... We now like, know where Niall's line in the sand is. Oh, as, yeah. As soon as an iPad is exchanged, oh, man, you are... I know. I, I just get the hint they want something more if it's an iPad, you know? If it's like a Google Chrome book, whoa. Yeah, no, fuck that. That's nothing. That's fine. That's fine. Tamagotchi is fine. Oh, shit. No, hell no. <laughs> Someone gives me a Tamagotchi, I know they're looking... They're, that's a test. That's like a houseplant. Yeah. That's like a, hey, how well can you ha- take care of this? See, that, I know I'm safe. I know I'm safe because it's dying real quick. It's poo is going to just fill up the whole screen. Oh, yeah, 100%. And they're going to be like horrendously just upset. Did you then... ever play that Digimon game? Uh, I think no, it was for the, the original you... PlayStation. <laughs> it's though. It sounds Where it's like wild. your Pokemon. Or Doesn't not the your... poo come alive? Yeah, so you, you, you had a Digimon and it would like, you know, it would evolve or whatever the fuck it was called in Digimon. Um and, but every what now and then, it, it Digivolve? Like, Digivolve, I think. Is that yeah. it? That's so lame. Um, and it would like, you would get a little notification that it had to poop. Mm-hmm. So if you couldn't get it to the bathroom in time, it would like, it would just shit wherever you were. Um, and if that happened, if I'm pretty sure if it happened once, mm-hmm. the next time your your little buddy would Digivolve, he would literally turn into like a shit-eating monster. And you would have to like go and find all of your wayward shits and have this thing eat it um, in order to get an actual real... Digimon back. I love that someone was like, fuck, man. Pokemon's one of the biggest games in the world. And our thing is kind of it exactly. How do we compete? And someone was like, there's one thing it's missing. Shit mechanics. <laughs> Shit, sir. Um, yeah, and it's like, I I don't know if I ever progressed through this game because it was always like one of those things where it's like, I never, I, you know, if you're out exploring and you don't know where the bathroom is, then you're fucked. And then it's like, cool, well, my badass angel Pokemon is now going to turn into a shit monster. <laughs> Great. Yeah, that was not the way to make that game better. No. Uh, also, like, it's not like it has a bearing on the show, as far as I remember. Yeah, I don't remember there being it, many plots being like, funny, oh, no. Funny thing. Our little probably yellow would have been a more popular TV show if there was more shit in it. Yeah, maybe. Right? They fucked up. They put shit in the wrong one. Uh, where were we on this question? I don't Get remember. them a fucking present. Yeah. Just don't be weird about it. Get them a copy fine. of Digimon on the original PlayStation. Yeah. Just like if if you like, just be close with the people you're close with. You know what I mean? Like I the one thing one of the things I hate most in the world is when people are terrified to be nice or happy or like close with their fuck buddies because that's wild. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a very strange thing. Like I said, when when you said close, I, I think everyone thinks they have to keep their their casual sex partners at like arm's reach. Yeah. Um, and it's like, I understand that if you get to, mm-hmm. you know, it, it could send the wrong message. So like, but if you guys are on the same page, if you've followed proper fuck buddy protocol and you've both established, I'm not looking for anything more. And yeah. if that progresses or if that changes, I will let you know immediately. Yeah. If you're following that and you agree to it and you trust them, then yeah, at then that point no you can you can be as cuddly as you want. You can hold hands. You can yeah. do all that. And none of that's going to freak anyone out yeah. until you have the conversation being like, hey, actually, you know what? Yeah. I'm starting to get feelings. Um, Communicate. If you've, if you've done those things, which we've told you to do from day one, mm-hmm. uh you're fine. So, like, give the guy a present. If, also, if you want to do it, do it. Yeah. I'm sure they'll appreciate it. Everyone, and I think it's really cool that you, you know, you want to let this person know they mean something to you. Yes. That's fucking sick. Also, like, give it to them after you fuck. The next time you fuck, be like, hey, sorry, I didn't get you a Christmas gift. Or, like, here's a belated Christmas gift. And just, you know, put this sack of candy on his dick and yeah. be like, there you go. Or, like, fuck him. And then when you're leaving, be like, hey, left something under the pillow. 
and they'll be like, oh, candy. We were all nice. Yeah, or like as you're leaving, half turn around and be like, here's something for later. And you just like kind of toss it under your shoulder. Just he catches it. You or know, you hit him on the Take dick. it easy, sleazy, and leave. Keep on trucking. <laughs> or you hit him on the dick and he dies. Yep. Because all his blood's there now. It's true. You Well, okay, maybe don't, don't, don't kill your fuck buddy. All right, ready? Yeah. This comes from another user. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Agent Silverbells asks... I have a very large, very Italian family. (laughs) That's not where I thought that was going. (laughs) I am the youngest of six siblings and one of over 20 cousins. I'm also the only kid of the family that is still single. Everyone else is either married, engaged, or in a long-term relationship. Despite my family being very progressive, my brother is gay, and my married to a black dude, and my two cousins are also gay, um, or two of my cousins are also gay, the older folks and even some of my siblings and cousins seem to obsess over the fact that I'm still single. My Nona will even warn me throughout the holidays that I'm on the path to die alone. (laughs) Nice. The thing is, I don't want to date anyone right now. I'm very career-focused, but I still have plenty of great sex with a few consistent fuck buddies. Wink, wink. I think that's a name reference and not implying that we are their fuck buddy. Well, I would never unveil my secret law. I mean, what? (laughs) Silver bells! Um, I am very happy. With my sex life and dating life, how do I get my family to understand this? Oh, man, you answered your own question. Every time they say that, just be like, I'm happy with my sex life. It's just awkward them out of the conversation. Yeah. You're known as system, like, I'm happy with who I fuck. I, I was like, I have a lot of fuck buddies. Yeah, oh, don't worry. I'm, I'm still getting fucked. I'm rolling in the mint. No, no, please. I'm I'm still getting fucking oh, rolled. No, this dick ain't dry. Oh, it's a, it's a woman. The question No, is, someone's in her right now. Oh, shit. This yeah. dick ain't dry. <laughs> Nana. Uh, she's Italian. It's Nona, please. You know what? Nona, then. Nona, this dick ain't dry. My favorite <laughs> Christmas album of the year. Um, Yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like you can have fun with this. You either, like, yeah, they're progressive. What are they not progressive with? Yeah, you find the find, line. Find the line and tell everyone that's why they're not there. This and, like, is- don't, don't even go for the conventional things. Be like... He's a he's a mime, you know. He's a, he's a juggler. Like find what they don't like, like the weirdest thing they don't like, and be like, oh, she's like it's great because he never makes a sound, so he doesn't have to fucking wake up my roommate. Yeah. So when I'm over, silence. Mm-hmm. Oh, except for me, I'm loud as hell. Yeah. Because um, I'm just getting like, railed, Nana. Those Nona. <laughs> those questions are so invasive to your privacy that if they want to open that door, if they're eager to like. You know, kick the fucking door open and be like, what's going on in your life, your sex and dating life? Why aren't you seeing someone? Then they've opened it. If they want to take a look in the room, mm-hmm. let them see what's in the room. Yeah. Um, and I promise you that they will probably not want to hear about their youngest daughter mm-hmm. having sex with men. Yeah. Or, or two, two things. One, deflect. She goes, oh, you're going to be blah, blah. You go, oh, when did you meet? No, no. What's the male? I'm going to say it's no-no. Really? Okay, look at me. Yeah. Uh, when did you meet granddad? Oh, then she'll go off on a tangent. She starts giving you shit again and be like, oh, what was your guy's first date? She goes off and the second she starts saying, just start asking her about her relationship. Yeah. Like, just deflect. Or, and I think this might be my favorite one, pull out Tinder and just hand it to her and be like, oh, see any good men in there? Yeah, fine. Get her to fucking swipe for you. Yeah. All right, no-no. There you go. Yeah, get Nona to swipe. Find my find my husband for me. Because can you imagine what, like... Because I'm, I'm going to go on a limb here and say Nona's probably never seen Tinder. Right? She may have heard tell of it. I yeah. doubt she's ever fucking looked at Tinder and done a swipe and seen some topless man holding, you know, 
I've drugged up Tiger in Thailand and, you know, looked at some guy tell you his exact height and also exactly what he can bench. I doubt that. Or not bench, squat or whatever the kids are into these days. <laughs> Deadlifting? That's the one. Uh, <laughs> I'm real with it. Uh, so, like, do that. Be like, hey, what do you think of this? And just, like, if she's like, oh, this is awful, you'd be like, yeah, that's why I'm fucking single. Yeah. And if she's like, oh, this is cool, then you guys have some fun. Yep. And maybe you get her to message them. That'll be amazing. And be like, but you oh, also hey. have to, if she messages any of them, tell us what your Nona says in a cold open for Tinder, because that's, I think, information we all need. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And and then, like, I'm sure your parents probably won't be stoked about your Nona on Tinder. So just be like, well, look, you guys keep bothering me. This is the only way I'm going to date anyone, yeah. is if Nona finds me the perfect man. And if, and if she can't, if Nona can't find me the perfect man, how am I supposed to do it? Yeah. She has years of wisdom. She has years of experience. She's been wetting dicks and she was... No. No, I'm not going to go there. Not on Christmas. Yeah, I think deflect the Tinder option or fuck buddy talk. So we got a whole bunch of users submitted questions today. So uh, a new friend of the show here. And it's going to be Agent Sleighbells. Yeah. Yeah, because we're just going to go Christmassy on this one. Mm-hmm. Sexmassy even. Uh, they say, hey guys, just started listening to your podcast and I love it. It's really getting me through some hard times. Or, sorry, rough times. I don't know if this question is within your realm of expertise, but how do you deal with a breakup that ended without any closure? Things between me and my ex of 2.5 years ended rather abruptly. She wanted to move away, I wanted to try long distance, and she didn't, so that was just the end of our relationship. I know you were dating a sex advice podcast, maybe you guys have already covered this, but I figured breakups might be considered part of dating. I mean, yes, absolutely. Yep. I would say it is They're, uh, a very big part of it. Yeah. I would say nine times out of ten, the problems that are, in, are happening in a current relationship are usually because of the breakup of a past relationship. Look at Dan. Yeah. That's his entire life. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I, I pretty much went through this with my, past, like my, my most recent ex. And I say most recent, like this was 2013 mm-hmm. or whatever. Um where uh, we kind of broke up all of a sudden. It was it was very sort of like sudden. I did not know. We literally went for like a couple's massage in the morning and then mm-hmm. broke up by the end of the night. Um, and the reason was she was like, I feel like I just don't know you well enough. Uh, only to find out that like two weeks later she was dating like a random dude from her gym. Like it was like her parkour instructor or some shit. Um, and I was like, well, it's odd that like you decided to break up with me because mm-hmm. you didn't know me to date someone you didn't really know instead of just being like, hey, maybe we should get to know you a little bit more. Yeah. So, like, that fucked me up pretty good. Um, but then I was like, when I found out she was dating him, um, she had been training with him for, like, a, a couple months while we were together. Mm-hmm. So, like, obviously, in my head, I was like, I want to know if something was going on course, yeah. while we were together. And I don't, I don't think she, like at no point in time was I trying to insinuate that she had cheated on me, mm-hmm. but I wanted to know if like, if that was the real reason, because yeah. if, if that was the real reason, it changes things, right? it's, it's a much better, I mean, it's still a, a, a tough pill to swallow, but it's better than being like, Hey, you're not worth knowing. I'm going to go try it out with this guy. Yeah. Um, so I was like, Hey, I like, I just for closure's sake, for my sake, so I can move on and put it behind me. Um, was there anything going on between you guys? Well, and she was like, I never cheated on you. I need some space. And that was like the last thing we've ever said to each other. We have not mm-hmm. talked since. I think, I think we ran into her once at a, a mutual friend of ours, like show, yeah. um, where we were 
cordial. Um, but that was sort of like the last thing we said. And let me tell you, it uh, that fucked me up real good. Yeah, it's weird because like closure is such a like you one person's closure isn't another person's closure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And closure itself, it's like even when you want it, you might not really know how to get it. Um, like I've I've had a similar situation to. Well, like a few. So firstly, like the long distance thing is really difficult because long distance is hard. So like it is like I do understand having qualms about it, um, but it does suck because like you really need to like really be willing to give it a shot or else it is pretty much a no. Uh, My last girlfriend and me, we broke up uh, because I went back to Ireland to to graduate university because I'd done a year abroad over here and then went back to my last one. And it was the exact same situation where I I didn't want to do long distance, but I didn't want to break up, Um, you know. So I was like, fuck it, give it a shot. Like, it's not ideal, but, like, what are the other options? And she did not want to do long distance. Um, So we ended things, uh, which was really weird because we still kind of, like, kept in touch. um, And we were obviously still really close, but, like, it was really hard to, like, find that line. And then she came over for a visit and we ended up doing long distance, which was also a terrible fucking idea because when I got back, the relationship was just like a disaster. Like, I don't know what it was, but I feel like having all this time, uh, for me, long distance was actually pretty good because I was able to, like, I didn't have a lot of time for like, you know, I wasn't spending time with a partner because my partner was in a different country. So I had all this free time to spend with my friends and to spend in clubs and to spend writing and to spend like doing things and I had a very like healthy few months where I like I did really well in university I you know I was fit and active I saw my friends I had all these things I feel like for her it was almost the opposite where like not having me around was just like this constant source of like worry and shit but anyway when I came back she was like big into drugs and all this stuff it was just super weird the whole situation was awful and from then until the end of our relationship it was a fucking mess um, not not always, but in general, it was like this overarching mess. And towards the end of it, in a similar way to to kind of what happened with you, um, I think I've talked about this before. She became like obsessed with the like jealousy and weird weirdness, where she was convinced I was cheating on her for no reason. Like I have no idea why. Um, like I would hang out with mutual friends of ours, and she'd be like, "I know you're cheating on me." And like I'm literally with one of your best friends, who's a guy, and we're playing Xbox, and like. You can call us. You can, like, you know where I am. You, you're you invited. Like, what's happening here? Um, but, you know, I eventually, we ended things, and every single person who I've talked this story with has been like, oh, she felt that way because she was cheating on you. Every single person. Um, and, like, it started to make sense. I was like, you know, maybe because a lot of times when people are doing a, a bad thing in a relationship, they like to hope that you are too so they're not the bad guy mm-hmm. you know um anyway that's like so many people said and i never we haven't talked since you know and that thought has always stayed with me obviously a lot more painful then than now yeah um but like there was a long time where i was like it's like highly possible but i never got you know you never got that closure never got anything we just like we literally we ended because you know she i, I had to end the relationship but then nothing you know what i mean and i think more to the point and less rambly uh i was in a relationship with someone for like a year and it was like a a fuck buddy thing that 
then became like more and more and like we were spending a lot of time together um like almost all the time together and like getting really close and like you know it was one of those things where i thought i didn't know really where it was going but i think i thought maybe onwards uh because it's been a year which is a long enough time saw each other like every day uh and we're there for each other when bad things happen like it wasn't even just like a, a sex thing you know and then one day she literally like came over to my house and was like hey we're done and i was like okay why and she was like it didn't mean enough for me to have to tell you why and like left and that was that was balls mm-hmm. um because that's just like a really mean thing and it's like yeah. you also just like never you don't have any reason you don't have any closure because you have literally no idea like it could be a them thing it could be a you thing like they might have met someone sure that's one thing it could be a you thing they might just be like i'm so sick of your shit you know yeah there are a million reasons and the not knowing is kind of fucked up so i guess we're just giving examples of how this happened to us but like well it's good to know that like it's not a you're like uh, the first thing that happens when you feel like shit is that you feel like you're the only one yeah. who's gone through it yeah you know what i mean it's it's very easy to isolate yourself and sort of get lost in the 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 immediate pain and not realize that this is not the first time it's ever happened it's not gonna be the last time it's ever mm-hmm. happened and it's probably gonna happen to you again and i know that's not the most uplifting thing to say well, no. but but sometimes reality helps ground people mm-hmm. um and i remember what really helped me after this breakup i had a few people uh say some very specific things to me i remember this was sort of like uh i went through sort of like a quote-unquote asshole phase. And it's like not that I was an asshole or anything, but like I, I tried to like embody asshole qualities as a as a self-defense mechanism to sort of like keep everyone at arm's reach, to keep people from wanting to, you know, further relationships with me. And I remember I was with um, one of my friends that I had like just met after the breakup, so at like the height of my bullshit. Um, and we were we were very drunk, but I still remember her just like, almost like slapping my beer out of my hand or whatever I was drinking out of my hand. She was like, why are you acting like an asshole when you're not? And she's like, you're, you're being a fucking idiot. And it was just like, it was just kind of out of nowhere. And I, and it was one of those like clarity moments where I was just like, I'm not fooling anyone. Mm. You know what I mean? If someone that I've met like two weeks ago can see through this facade, Mm -hmm. um, because it was like, that was the only me that she knew was mm-hmm. this sort of like persona that I was I had adopted. I was like if she can see through it then like then then I'm not fooling anyone mm-hmm. and I'm not even fooling myself, you know what I mean? It was like so I think one of the most important things to do is is, is you got to remain true to you. Yeah. And if, and if that means you have to feel like shit for a bit, feel like shit. You're allowed to you're allowed to be sad, you're allowed to feel bad, you're allowed mm-hmm. to be depressed, you're allowed to 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 wallow a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then you need to you also need to wallow healthily yes right? you also because need to, to there find is no, something yeah there's no escaping what you're feeling right yeah. like you're you're it, it sucks like it you can't ignore it you know what i mean and like alcohol isn't gonna numb it really because like and i've been there you know uh and it can help occasionally like in in a healthy sense you know what i mean but only in as much as like seeing your friends can help and like doing active good things that you enjoy can but it's all too easy to follow to fall into like you know, patterns of, like, self-neglect or, like, just self-misery and, like, just kind of taking it out in yourself or, like, doing avoidance and all these things. But that just prolongs it, really. Yeah. So I think, like, step one is, like, yeah, like, remain true to who you are because you're great, right? Like, you're you. Um, and on top of that, like, do do things you love and do things that are healthy, right? Like, 
it ta- like it's for me i threw myself into work and socializing and drinking and like to the point where like i probably went through you know a month where i like i i never i wasn't even home you know what i mean like yeah. i was out and i was working and i like ran myself to the bone and i like you know i was burning the candle at both ends and i was out and like they were all positive generally you know what i mean but like i wasn't living much of a healthy life and it was all kind of like you know i i was still suffering from it i just wasn't admitting to myself that i was kind of you know what i mean this thing is i find that most people when they're dealing with a breakup try to throw on the i'm doing great you know what i mean it's like nine times out of ten it's like as soon as you go through a breakup it's the instagram posts of like mm-hmm. people being happy and out with your friends and like sh- sexy shirtless mirror selfies and shit like that and there's this like that you try to exude mm-hmm. usually to the person you broke up with specifically yeah. like it's all targeted at them more or less and that that means you're not dealing with what's happening so all that's doing is like you you put you've put a layer of bullshit on top of pain and that pain is just going to like fester and grow and rot so that when you finally do have to deal with it it's a much bigger beast mm-hmm. at that point in time um and i do think like there's always going to be a little bit of that and that's fine of course yes and and you know by all means remain positive i feel like you never want the other person to think you're being pathetic or like whatever and also just like having that new selfie is you know it's it's going to help get you back in like that dating game like yeah. you can always tell based on people's uploads like oh they just got single mm-hmm. um but like it, the whole point is like not too much of it not any of this like you're always going to have a little bit of all these things i think um, so just like try, try and like find a positive way through it because it's going to hurt no matter what, but one way you bounce back and another way you dig a little hole. Yeah. Um, some other things, social media is a, a fucking nightmare block for them. breakups. I would say, um, you don't necessarily have to delete them or anything, but like you can silence pages, uh, especially yeah. Instagram and Facebook, just put them on mute for a bit. Yeah. And that that's, way that's you, the thing, you like, won't feel, um, uh, you know, uh, compelled to put out performative tweets or, or posts or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because if you know that they can't see your shit, you're going to do things a lot differently. Because You I, also won't get that little knife in the heart every time you see, you their, see yeah. their post, you know what I mean? Exactly. Um, that is, that's the worst. And like, I'm pretty sure I still have all of my exes on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, it like, it, it gets better. It obviously does. And it stops hurting after a while. Um, and that's not to say there isn't always, you know, a little little sting here and there. Yeah. Um, I think to get closure is a 100% you thing. If you have to rely on someone else to get closure, you're never going to get it. Yeah. Most likely, at least. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, because even if this, even if my ex was like, no, nothing was ever happening, would I believe it? I don't know. Well, there, she there's, said that, right? There's still, um, there's still that part of me that's like, yeah, but you're I'm I'm done to you so like you could lie to me all you want. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's always the the self-doubt part mm-hmm. of yourself that is going to to spin whatever they say. Yeah. It, and like even if I had gotten an answer whether it be yes or no, like either like you know what I mean? One way would be pain. A lot yeah. more pain. This I think. If they were like, the "Oh, hey, way, I found someone else." Then you'd be like, yeah. "Cool. Why aren't I as good as them? Why aren't I good yeah, enough?" Yeah. Or if it was like, "Oh, I was talking about the other thing." But yeah, even that it's yeah. like I, because I remember really wanting closure at one point. Yeah. Um, and thinking to myself, like, what did I want to hear? You're always going to want I another answer. I didn't know what I wanted to hear. Yeah. I just knew I wanted something. I think that something was just like my hurt wanting to be solved. 
And I don't know if any of those answers would have no. helped with it. You yeah. know what I mean? I think it was hurt and I was putting the blame on, I didn't know why, but like knowing why would he, I think it would just make another sucky problem. Cause either, the thing, it's like, like the so second like, I don't like you answer. Anymore. You know yeah. I mean? And like, then it's like, well, why not? What did I do yeah, wrong? And exactly. then, so now you know you have like five more questions that mm-hmm. you need answered for closure. Yeah. Um, so it's, you have to rely on yourself for closure. So you have to need to take like a quick, uh, we've talked about it before, like the mental inventory, the emotional check, mm-hmm. and you need to stop and think and be like, cool, what about this is making me hurt? Yeah. Is it the fact that you don't feel, uh, you know, do you not feel good enough? That every time in all of my breakups I've always my self-worth rock bottoms out of course and I feel like I am not good enough for like anyone yeah Um, and what you need to do then is talk to your friends Mm -hmm. tell your friends this and I promise you they will fix it Mm -hmm. Um, and you're probably not going to believe them right away you're probably going to feel like they're just being nice but they will also know that you're going through this and they will take steps to make you believe it mm-hmm. because that's what my friends did um and it's it's an invaluable resource mm-hmm. and that i mean is the the relationships that you've already fostered and cultivated and yeah. things like your friends um or your family reach out to someone that you, let, let that cares about hurting, you you know and, and tell them be like hey i this breakup has fucked me up and i feel like i'm worthless mm-hmm. and, and like and they will they will deal with that hopefully yeah so, I, like, like in, even, in whatever way that they're capable of doing that and even on top of that like you 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 can even just be like hey like i feel like shit after my breakup like let's let's go do something you know like you can let just let them know you're hurt and if you can let them know why you're hurt and like more specifics i know that's really hard i think i would find that very hard to vocalize yeah but um you know like and that's another reason why like taking care of yourself is a really good thing to do because Mm -hmm. like there's nothing worse than you know when you just drink too much one night and you wake up the next day and you have that like anxiety and that panic and you feel like you've done something wrong and you feel worthless and that's just the alcohol that on top of a time when you also are kind of questioning your worth it it just kind of pounds the whole thing right yeah uh like when you're not if you haven't slept well if you haven't eaten well if you are drinking too much like you're always gonna feel like shit and that just adds to the feeling like shit yeah you know if you're at your tip top you're still gonna feel sore you're still gonna hurt but like also i'll tell you your motivation to get fucking jacked is at its peak after you get a breakup. I'll say like the the months after every one of my breakups have been like the best shit of my life because like you want to get fucking, you know what I mean? It's like there's that part of you wants to be like, I want to make them jealous. I also, you know, I'm single again, got to look good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and you have more free time. Yeah. So fucking ride that wave as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, that's the thing. It's like. Uh, these all like yeah it sucks like we're not denying any of that but the thing is you gotta try find the silver lining and the silver lining is like what do you what have you gotten you've gotten more free time you know what I mean like you you somebody takes up a lot of a a big footprint of your life you know what I mean so now that's gone and yeah that sucks but guess what if you've ever wanted to go take up a hobby or you've ever wanted to work on a project or you've wanted to go to the gym or anything like you you have that time and the thing is that time is it's hard to have so, like, take advantage of that. It'll keep you busy. It'll be positive. It'll help you moving forward. And you never know who you want, who you might meet through these new things. And best of all, you'll get to spend time with you and make yourself better, right? Also, remember that, like, if you wanted to do this long distance and they didn't, they're not your person. As, as hard as it might be to, to take that over, um, no relationship is infinite. Mm-hmm. Some people might be with each other until they die. 
But if they stayed together, if, if they did not die eventually, there's a good chance they would reach a point where they no longer were compatible with each other. Mm. And, you know what I mean? And that's, and that's time. That's the human body. That's the human heart. That's the human brain. That's just us. We both want things that are different than everyone else. So there's no... And this is for every breakup, not just you specifically. It, it, it's like knowing you're going to die. You know what I mean? We don't wake up every day and get all fucked up and be like, well, there's no point, you know, going to work today because in 80 years, in 20 years or whatever, I'm going to die. That's not the point of it. The point is to, it's the journey. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You spent time with this person. Hopefully it was great while you were with Mm -hmm. each other. Focus on that. Understand that, like, always bring those positives to mind. I feel like a lot of people never do that. It's like they're out of a relationship. It was all bad. That person sucks. And it's like, cool. Maybe they sucked at the end. Maybe they didn't and you're being bitter or whatever. No one knows, but you wouldn't have stayed in that relationship until that point. So don't lie to me and tell me that you didn't enjoy it. And, and don't it, lie to yourself. Like, and if it was bad, you learned a lesson as exactly. well. Exactly. So, Either way, so if, it, if it was an abusive relationship or something, mm-hmm. then you, then hopefully you can take that and learn something yeah, and, and I, protect yourself. I didn't want it to sound like if you ever stayed in a relationship, you can't then say it was bad. Like, yeah. I know that sounded a little bit like that. You know what I mean? Though. Yes. No. I just mean a lot of people will refuse to say anything good about their relationship. Yeah. And, and there's... So take a moment to reflect back and be like, here are the things I learned. Here's how I grow, grew with that person. Mm-hmm. And maybe they outgrew or you outgrew them or, and, it, and also, it, sounds, it sounds harsh to say it like that, but it's, it's not, it is, also, it is human condition. The thing is long distance is, it has so many things to it. You know what I mean? Like it, they might like you obviously, but like just, it's such a hard thing to, some people can't do it. Some people know that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like some people don't want to be investing all this energy and time into a thing that they can't like really like touch, right? Like that's now become this ephemeral, like hard to manage with schedules, expensive to see each other. Like yeah. some, like there's a lot of reasons that aren't you that factor into this. And like, I think you really need to like think about that because it can be easy to make it think that like, you're not good enough or like you're whatever, but there's so many different factors yeah. to, to moving away. Like, I, I don't know, obviously whether they're coming back, whether it's going to be a year, whether it's going to be whatever, like whether this is like, you know what I mean? Like I could go on, I could list a million different ways, but like I've been there. I've almost been in two long distance. Relationships. I was in one and the other one, you know, there were a lot of reasons why we were hesitant on both sides of the table to be in them. Uh, money, time, freedom, jealousy. Like a lot of the time I thought if we had done it, it would have made the relationship worse. And it did, you know? So there was a lot of stuff to go to that. So think about that too. Yeah. You know, I, I, I know that might not, again, make it any easier because now you have more things to question. But at the same time, it doesn't mean it's just you, right? There are a lot of like, and a lot of people like movies are made about the subject because it's hard. Long distance shit is really, really hard. So yeah, you know. So it's, I'm I'm sorry you're going through this. Yeah. Um, but remember, this isn't the first breakup in the world. It's not gonna be the last breakup. Probably won't be your last breakup. Yeah. Um, take a second to, to zero in. Remember, remember the good things of the relationship. Uh, try to figure out you know, one thing that you grew, maybe you are a little more adventurous with food now, or, you know what I mean? Maybe she introduced you to a new style of music. There's, there's gotta be something in there that you are going to take with you for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and that's, that's something that, that won't be taken away. That's something that she can't take away from you. Um, and, and that's, that's part of you now. You, yeah. you, you have adopted something from this relationship and that's, and that's you. And now you're going to bring it to another relationship at some point mm-hmm. when you're ready. Um, and that is how we grow as humans. And that's how we, uh, that's how we love. And that's how we experience life. Um, so just, just know that no relationship is, like I said, infinite. Um, there is sometimes an expiry date on them and it sucks, but sometimes, um, people have to move on from each other and that's how we grow. Um, also understand that you, you will probably find someone else. Yeah. Um, and that, that's a cool thing. 100%. Because now that's, that's because the that's, adventure, right? That's like, yeah. That's the next start step in the journey where it's like, you've, you get to find the next person. So you have no idea who that person's going to be. And that's kind of awesome. Like, yeah. Being single is kind of great because you don't really know what's going to happen around the corner, right? Yeah. Like, there's a lot more like, and don't don't rush to fill in the mm-hmm. spot because it's it's sort of like like you said it's a footprint. You know what I mean? Like if you step in a footprint in shallow water, that water all rushes in. Yeah. Don't let it rush in. You know what I mean? Let let the tide smooth it all out and get ready for a new footprint. Yeah. Um, and also just like, what are you going to do with this free time, this you time that you have? Yeah. Right. Like th- make. Pick something positive to move forward with. Do you want to learn guitar? Do you already know guitar? Do you want to start a band? Do you want to learn a skill? Do you want to like start a D&D group with your friends? Do you want to just hit the gym more? Do you want to read more? Do you want to play games? Like, Do you want to cook? Like, You can do all these things. So, And again, you don't need to do any of them either. Just like find a positive way for you to, to move forward. Yeah. So and, we, we hope this helps. Yeah. Um, again, it's it's pretty uncommon for men to be allowed to say that they're sad. Yeah. You can tell your friends that you're sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, please do that. You will find, uh, an infinite amount of support and, and a, the most invaluable resource in your life is that, that you have friends that care about you and, and they will, they're sort of the tide that washes over the footprint. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're the ones that cleans your slate. They're the one who that preps you for the next step. Yeah. And we got your back. So and we're here for you too. Yeah. So we thank you. you for thanks for sending the uh, the question. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for trusting us. Um, yeah. You you did the first step. You've you've told us, and we're strangers. So go tell your friends and family because yeah. um, they'll help you more than we ever can. Have a good cup of tea. I don't know that. <laughs> I like that. All right. Uh, thank you very much for listening, friends. Um, we hope you have a great holiday, little season, little break. Um, if you're listening to us to get away from your family. Also, you're welcome. Yeah. Um, hopefully we can provide some some comfort over what I know is a, a trying time for, for a lot of people. Um, we're here for you. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, or I don't know if I'm hoping this does or doesn't happen, but if anyone accidentally like Chromecasts us to nearby speakers and scandalizes their relatives, hey guys. Hey, what up, Nona? <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> Um, if you want to get us a Christmas gift, uh, there ain't no harm in, in heading over to either our Facebook page or our iTunes page or sorry, our Apple podcast page Ooh. and leaving us a, a rating and review. Um, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash FCK buddies podcast. Um, some people actually have been leaving us reviews there, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, uh, so thank you very much. Thank you for everyone who left me birthday reviews, by the way. That yeah. Was great. Um, if you uh, if you want to find us on Twitter, it's at uh, at fck underscore buddies. You can email us at fbuddiespodcast at gmail dot com, and you can find us on the internet at uh, fbuddiespodcast dot com. On the internet? On the internet. That's where we are. 
Whoa! Um, like we're we're a we're a user heavy question uh, day today. Um, so if you want to to ask us a question and and us answer it. Uh, please send us an email or send us a message on Facebook. Um, that seems to be like the primary way that people get a hold of us, yeah. which is fine. Um, but you can also find us on, if you go to our website, there's a little contact page. You can like assign yourself an agent name and we will uh, we'll answer it as soon as we can. Yeah. Uh, thank you, everyone who submitted questions. Uh, you're all friends of the show now. And thank you, Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song, Paper Stars. All right, ready for some uh, horrendous sex, Riley? Yep. Well, I don't know if we can ever do it after uh, <sighs> last week's. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's a tough act to follow. You know what we're going to try? This is The Electric Hotel by Dominic Smith. Oh, hell yeah. The actual lovemaking was a series of cryptic clues and concealed pleasures. <laughs> a sensual treasure hunt. She asked for something, then changed her mind. Yep. He made adjustments and calibrations, awaited further instruction. For most of the proceedings, he felt his own desire as if it was tethered to a wire, a bright red balloon floating in his peripheral vision, but eventually he burst through. It was toward the end, as their breathing quickened. Her stage directions had stalled out into silence. He looked to his right and noticed the scene in the smoky lens of the mirror above the bureau, saw his own body move with the steady rhythm of a fellow's blowing air at the base of a fire, brought back the early experiments of the Photographic Society in Paris, the wiring of a bird's feet to a camera gun, the mounting tension and uplift before a surge of exasperated flight, his own face looking back in the mirror, open-mouthed, flushed, euphoric, it was a wild, strange thing to him. A beguiled stranger he'd never met, held in place by an infinite loop. Then his eyes locked on Sabine's in the mirror, and he could see that she was pleased with her staging, with her hair fanning across the pillow, with the way her ankles locked around his calves, so her long white feet formed a perfect V. And it was the act of looking back at the film strip juddering above the bureau that sent her into a final boisterous delirium. She bit his shoulder, and then whispered into the mirror, Nous voilà, catching her breath. There we are. That sounds like some boring ass sex, guys. Um, yeah, it sounds like you had more fun looking at yourself in the mirror than, but like actually n- fucking. Not even like, damn, I look good, or like, this is hot. Just like, a, that reminds me of the time I tied a camera to a bird's foot. Hell yeah! It's all just so like boring and like calibrations. And I looked, and she was pleased with her staging. I think she was there, about to come, going, "I'm pleased with my stage." Oh, no, like fuck you. Have you had sex? Sorry. They have too much of it to the point where it's just stage oh, it's, directions oh, and shit. calibration. That's fair. They're the robots. It is an electric hotel. Oh, shit. Yeah, you didn't think about that, did you? I did. You idiot. Oh, well, that was mean. <laughs> Do you want some Dan? Do we have Dan? I don't know. Do we have Dan? I don't know. I'm, I'm fearing that he's powering up for a New Year assault. Oh, yeah. He's, he's charging his lasers for sure. Dan says, is my ex my soulmate? I mean, obviously she is if you've been talking about her for like seven years. Well, yeah, that's the thing. And we like to end uh, not on Dan anymore because it just it was just too depressing. Uh, so I go through Pornhub every week to find us a, a choice comment from one of the Pornhub users. Um, and this is this might be one of my favorite ones. Um, and it's fitting that it's on sex moves. So here's my gift to you. Uh, Tyrone Biggums 99. Oh, sorry. Tyrone Biggums 69. Yes. Um, says, 10 likes, and I'll eat my girlfriend's ass. It's taco night, so it's pretty risky. <laughs> my name is Dane Miller. And I'm Niles Spain. And we're your fuck buddies. Happy sexmas. And happy holidays.